Hey, Mel. Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Daddy! Hey, Mikey! If you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Time now for Meisman. Watch out! Organizationally, make no mistake, from the top down, the Patriots understand that coach and quarterback are the sun and the moon for their planet. They underpin everything. Duh. Yeah, I know. But it's worth noting as people like me agitate for them to maybe take a beat on taking a quarterback, that the Patriots' vision is actually very clear. And if they see the quarterback, the very clear sense I'm getting is that they're going to go quarterback. All right, that's good. That's good. Tommy Curran wants him to trade back. There's smoke around the idea of the Patriots trading back. Every day I read a mock and they're trading back. Phil Perry, Chad Reuter, all these different mock drafts trading back. I'm like, ugh, are they really going to trade back and take the dumb tackle? Or are they really going to bring in a veteran quarterback or even trade for fields, which I'm more okay with? Is that really what they're going to do? Well, talking heads are saying it. But Curran tells you right there, the inclination I'm getting, they're taking a quarterback. Which, Mego, you felt from the letter to season ticket holders from Robert and Jonathan to Patriots fans a week or two ago, whenever that was, good. Curran's plugged in. If you don't know that by now, I don't know what else to tell you. You should listen every Thursday at 3.30 when we talk to him because he said they made a decision in London to move on from Bill. Uh, Yeah, I know. And he said all along that Mayo was going to be the guy. And so... Germany. What did I say? London. I'm sorry, Germany. Uh, you sound like B- y'all from London. Said that Bill was done, and he said that Mayo was going to be the guy, and he tends to know things. And so he says the inclination he's getting is they're taking a quarterback. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm happy. They should be taking a quarterback. <laughs> There's only a 33% is going to be a franchise quarterback. Shut up. They're taking a quarterback. What, what percentage is it when you draft a tackle in the top five that you go win a Super Bowl? Like, what I, is that I percentage? I haven't done my research Like, on that, Orlando Pace? Like, Orlando Pace worked. I mean, they needed a quarterback and Marshall Falk to ultimately put that team over the top and Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce. But, like, Orlando Pace? Like, how how many times? When you draft a tackle in the top five, how many of those teams go on to win Super Bowls? I'd love to know. I'm not going to do the research on my own right now. I but I'd love say, to know. Someone tried to come at me, like, a couple weeks ago be t- talking about uh, the – stupid at the time their name was something else but the washington football team uh-huh. uh, and them drafting a defensive player and an offensive oh, lineman and i saw this actually in chris samuels right and i'm like okay uh, since when are we using washington football from the last 15 years as a demonstration of teams drafting well like yeah. what are we talking about and, and the receiver the same thing it's like you know i saw a text earlier three seven ninety three seven. Oh, jones's logic pass on a generational wide receiver well first of all you have no you have no idea you have no idea Mego, you sent me something. It's starting to get pretty annoying. You, to well, be you, you sent me something from one of the mock drafts today, or one of the Dane uh, Brugler. Thank great. you. 
who said that there's not really a big gap between Malik Neighbors from LSU and Marvin Harrison Jr. So, like, look, maybe people are just watching too much tape and talking them into new things that they weren't seeing before, and they're a little down on Harrison and a little higher on Neighbors. Like, I, I don't know. But, like, this idea that he's generational and can't miss, I think is dumb. But also, let's say he's generational and he can't miss. He's Calvin Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's Andre Johnson. He's Larry Fitzgerald. He's one of these guys in the top five who can't miss. Not the busts in the top five. Braylon Edwards, Charles Rogers. I think Amari Cooper's like a real good test case of like, did he hit? Did he not? He's on his third team. What is he? So let's say he's one of the good ones. He's Calvin Johnson. He's Andre Johnson. He's Larry Fitzgerald. What did those guys ever win? What did those guys ever win? Fitz at least got to a Super Bowl. I mean, they got all pro honors. What did Andre Johnson ever win? What did Calvin Johnson ever win? Those guys didn't win squat. So, like, we're talking about winning Super Bowls, right? We're talking about bringing championships back to New England. Draft the quarterback. And thank God Curran is hearing that's what they're going to do. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've been messaging that for a while. And, I mean, you could also go down the list of all the quarterbacks who had pretty good careers and were drafted in the top five and never won anything and make that no, same no, no, no. argument. No, no, no. So, I, mean, no it's not, I hear that, that all the time, though. Way, no, but, yeah. I can't, but, I, but it is one way. All I hear is that if you screw up a quarterback in the top five, look at all the quarterbacks that get screwed up in the top five. That I hear all the time. It is one-sided because that comes up constantly from, you know, people who are afraid to take a quarterback. That comes up all the time. You rarely hear about all the misses from tackles and that those tackles never win anything or all the misses at wide receiver and that those guys never win anything. Like, you really never hear the other side of the story, except on this show because we've been talking about it for weeks and weeks, but you never really hear that other side of the story. Well, It's just people, babies who are afraid of drafting a quarterback. But that doesn't mean two wrongs make a right then, I guess is my point. Like, if you don't like people making that argument, you're making the same argument. Yeah, all I'm saying is that people just act like quarterback's the only way you can miss in the top five, and that's dumb. There are all kinds of whiffs you can in the top five. You can screw it up any possible No, you way, can, yeah. and it happens at all the positions. That's the and jet. The reason there's a lot of whiffs in the top five is because teams know how valuable they are, and they trade up and take them, and they might overdraft them. And maybe the Patriots will do that. I'm not saying they're guaranteed to hit, but I would take that opportunity a thousand times out of a thousand. Great. Let's hit on our own Calvin Johnson. What difference did he make in Detroit? Great. Let's hit on Andre Johnson. What, where are all their Super Bowls? Because you hit on a future Pro Bowler in the top three. I don't care. Give me the quarterback. And you're right, Arkan. They've been forecasting it for a while. Lions Although, drafted a quarterback, too. Look, I think there's mixed messaging. They did. True. Stafford didn't win. I, I think Stafford's a good test case because I thought he was a bum for a while. And then what do you know? He left Detroit and he won. He left Calvin Johnson and won. So when it comes to uh, the the uh, forecasting or the the signals from the Patriots, I think it's mixed. Uh, Mego references the season ticket holders, but there's a lot of reports that they could trade back. So what is that? It's different when Curran says the inclination I'm getting. That sounds plugged in and informed, right? Yes. So that's what I think. That to me feels like an update. That's not just, well, they could do this. They could do that. What are they going to do? The inclination I get, and I would trust Curran's inclination. That's yeah. All. yeah, I know. I would, too, and I also think the optics of that just make more sense. It's a quarterback-heavy draft. There's a lot of guys that you can sort of look at. There's a lot of guys you can talk yourself into. You're drafting in a space where you can get one of the top three. It's something you can sell. It's something you can point to and say, hey, it's a new day here in New England, and here's our new quarterback. I mean, I get, I get why why they're saying that. I just I don't happen to like any of them. Can I ask <laughs> something stupid? Mm-hmm. So just because they're getting a quarterback in the draft, does that mean they're taking it at number three? Uh, I think yes, so. I think that's what he's saying. Okay. I, I'm just saying, no, I'm just making sure. I mean, I, I look, what I don't, do you think? I don't know that. Are you saying they could trade back and take Bo Nix at 
12 or something like that? Or Penix or someone like that. I, I don't want them to do that. I have a quarterback who I want would, them to go get. Would Could, could Curran technically be saying that? I guess technically. That doesn't, that's not what he said. He, he was he was shouting down. I think the down, spirit of his conversation. He of, was shouting down the yeah. idea of trading back, which is what he wants no, to no, do. No, no, no. I'm not talking about trading back. I'm talking about being in the second round with one of the first second round picks and taking a quarterback there. Okay. Who's there? What do you want him to do? 617-779-7937. You can jump in on that. Meanwhile, a lot of you waiting patiently. Uh, Steve's in the car. We're going to talk some Bruins later on in the show. Go ahead, Steve. Hi, how you doing? Doing hey, well. Uh, I, I'm a little peeved that they keep putting Rask in the shootout. Okay. Rask. He was waiting for a long time. I was I was trying to throw him a bone. He's Hold been, on. It sounded like he was making news. He's been on hold <laughs> since the beginning of the show. I was going to throw him a bone because we have Bruins talk I coming agree, up. But I, I look, I, I'm outraged by Tuka Rask in the shootout as well. <laughs> He meant Pasternak. We have thoughts on that later. We'll get to it. Joe's in Maine. Go ahead, Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I think they should have fired Belichick at halftime of the Super Bowl against the Eagles. I think since then, uh, ever since he tried to trade Brady and wasn't able to, he's been sabotaging the team. And then I think he did the same thing with Mac Jones uh, because he didn't want to draft him, so he sabotaged his career. So I actually think they should trade back. Whether they go for the wide receiver or trade back, get some offensive uh, offensive tackles or whatever, and salvage Mac. I think you can salvage him. Okay, well, I just you know, Bill did win in 2018. Like as as much as Bill, I, I don't think Bill won the way he wanted to in 2018. If Bill had his way, Brady was gone after 2017, and Gronk was gone, and Bill was going to try to win with Garoppolo, who he was forced to trade at the trade deadline prior to that in the middle of 2017. I think that Super Bowl is exactly what Bill wanted. I think that was his like ideal Super Bowl. No one yeah, ever, no one can get over Super the 50-yard line, yeah. and it's all defensive field goals. Yeah, but he, I think Bill loved that. I know, but he needed Brady and Gronk to get he there. He needed them to get there, sure, and, but I think that was his ideal And Brady Super to Gronk was the biggest play in the Super Bowl, and so Bill wanted both of them gone. And if Bill had his way, they both would have been gone. But I give him credit for 2018. Like, to, to sit there and say they should have fired him after Malcolm Butler, like, I, I was never that strong. Like, I wanted him fired after the Mac year. And I disagree with something Arkan said earlier. He's like, well, you can't be firing people after they make the playoffs. Like, I would have fired Mike McCarthy after the playoffs this year. You can fire people after they make the playoffs. I wasn't yeah, but fu- McCarthy, that's two, two different things. McCarthy's been getting, uh, you know, underachieving for years. McCarthy's won a Super Bowl without Brady. Fine, but that was year one McCarthy of a rebuild, makes, McCarthy, the makes, McCarthy makes the playoffs all the time without Brady. Anyway, I just I reject that you can't fire somebody after the postseason. The Patriots made the playoffs great, good for them. They were a million miles away. They got smoked by Buffalo once they got there. They should have fired Bill then. But I wasn't firing him after Malcolm Butler, and he, he does deserve credit for winning in 2018. I'm going to walk the the caller back though i don't want mac jones back and i don't think mac jones can be repaired or saved or rescued or anything like that uh let's go to craig in connecticut on our red sox conversation go ahead craig yeah uh just wanted to say you know like with the lat soreness and all that kind of stuff like one breslow definitely doesn't have lat soreness because he didn't sign anybody in the off season <laughs> uh, and then with Cora, you know, I'd be sick to my stomach too if all off season I was looking at this roster and then knowing 162 games, this is what I got to work with. I couldn't stomach anything either. Yeah, I I don't think anybody wants to be there. I think they're all, like Cora does not. I said this yesterday. I didn't even know he was going to come up with a stomach bug today, but I said yesterday Cora doesn't want to manage this team and they don't want him. So you think he's doing some kind of hold in right now? No, I just thought, who knows? I feel like he probably feels a little lousy, and if they had a good team, he'd show up. And instead, he mailed it in. And that's what I think. And But Cora doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to manage this team, and the team doesn't want him. And so this is the problem with a lame duck manager. And I don't know why they're doing this dance, but that's what's going on, I think. And Kenley, Jan- Kenley Jansen is absolutely a hold-in. That one's a hold-in. Cora might just be like, I'm taking a day because screw this. 
Uh, John is in Stoughton. Go ahead, John. Hey, how we doing, guys? Good. Uh, quick question on what do you guys think about um, Bo Nix from Oregon, and where do you see him falling? Okay, Arkin, that's your guy. That's your planet quarterback, right? Yeah, that's the guy I'd, I'd go for. It's a guy I've targeted, and that's one that I think you can get a little bit later on and also draft some other uh, players. So I've seen mocks where him uh, where he goes in the top 10. I've seen him in the top 15, and I've even seen him go in the second round. So I would say if you really want Bo Nix, you're probably going to have to trade back into the first round to get him, which I'd be willing to do if you get a receiver at three. Okay, Arkin likes him. I want one of the top three quarterbacks and if you're not getting one of Williams May or Daniels I like Penix better than that next group McCarthy Knicks guys like that uh, but you can weigh in 617-779-7937 uh, if Caleb Williams goes one and I think he will who do you have May or Daniels or Bo Nix uh, throw in another name like Arkham wants to or that last caller 617-779-7937 you can still vote in our big cue at two our big question of the day who do you blame for Brady's exit, something we're going back over because of the Apple TV series, Dynasty, which comes out on Friday. And apparently Brady says he wouldn't have taken the contract even if the Patriots offered it to him. He was done with Bill. So you can weigh in there. Meanwhile, are you guys following what's going on in Kansas City? Yeah. The pictures of Willie Gay just laying down in the middle of the street in the middle of this thing. And the sound we have from Travis Kelsey, you are not going to want to miss this. Oh, there's something Have you seen happening. what else happened? Yeah, this is awful. Oh, there's no, a, something bad is there, going There's on? a shooting. Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no. there was a shooting at the end of the parade. Yeah, hey, hey, I, I, Arkan just retweeted it. That's how I'm seeing it. It's uh, shots fired near Union Station in Kansas City, Missouri amid the victory parade. So I had Police not... and military personnel uh, going into the state. So that I had not seen. The Chiefs players, though, are all hammered. Uh, I can verify that. And you're going to hear it for yourself. If you want to hear Travis Kelsey, maybe you don't want to hear Travis Kelsey in victory, hammered, singing Friends in Low Places. Uh, if you don't, I'm warning you. Uh, but I think you're going to want to hear it. It's right after trending with our kid. Hey, Mel. Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl. But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm going to get you that budget. Just as soon as... What? Mikey! Popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart. Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. This is Jones and Mego on WEEI. Little positive side note to this oh, here very we go. negative. I'm all I ears. spent some of my snow day um, really kind of hunkering and bunkering down, watching a little more Caleb Williams, yes. a little more Drake May, a little more Jaden Daniels. Yes. I am now all in QB at three because Are you? I've talked. I think I, I 
it's funny because in my mind, I've kind of um, comped these guys loosely. I now think Caleb Williams can be Patrick Mahomes. Like, that's the style of player. I now think Drake May can be Josh Allen. I think that's the style, the player. Yeah, but he doesn't run like Allen. Um, He's a better runner than I think you give him credit for. Yeah, but I don't think, but like, Allen. And he's Looks a good like sized Cam dude. Newton. Yeah, but Drake May's not. I don't think he's gonna like run you over, is he? I didn't say it's perfect. Okay, he's not all right, his sorry. doppelganger. I do like player comps, but the problem with player comps is then you immediately assume that that's what he's gonna be. And but then, okay. what do you got, Jaden Daniels? As I think Lamar. I think he's, God he's in dang. that now. Well, that's a good draft. Mahomes one, Allen two, Lamar three. I feel pretty good about that. Why are you making faces over there? That'd be like a very skinny Lamar. I didn't say it's perfect. You <laughs> Mango, it's not perfect. Listen, I understand. He got deep into his Herkle Durkle, and in it, That's not he what happened. started feeling very optimistic. He was doing work. You can't Herkle and Durkle if you're doing it's work. True. Yeah. It, but it sounded more like a passion project, so maybe you can Herkle Durkle and do that a little bit. Okay. Arcan does that. Arcan was Herkle Durkling in his basement. Arcan, does that change your stance at all? He's doing something. Does that change your stance he at all? I mean, watching what if, the office during our show. What if these are the cops for the quarterbacks? You don't, you don't, uh, you don't change your mind at all on wanting to take a quarterback in the top three? Not especially. No. Lamar, Josh Allen, or Patrick Mahomes? Especially oh, the Drake May on. one. The Drake May one. I really. I, he's the one I probably like the least. <gasps> you know, like if you're an ACC quarterback, I need you to be like dominant. I need you to have done something dominant. Drake May's had an okay career, and you know, last year he was good. It wasn't great, and that team wasn't great. Like if you're like I need I need Trevor. I need a national championship or a Heisman or something. Just because I think the, the competition in the ACC is much less what was than the it is in the SEC. What was the competition for Mahomes in the Big 12? I mean, listen, not great, and you know, the it doesn't always go that Josh way. Josh Allen at Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming was dead. I mean, listen, it t- took a couple years for Allen to become who he Lamar, is. Lamar Jackson's is an ACC quarterback. Yeah, he won the Heisman Trophy. I'm okay. saying, I need you, if you're an, S- an ACC quarterback, and I'm going to make a big leap for you at, uh, at third overall, I need you to be better than Drake May. Okay, and Mac Jones, just, came, from, Mac Jones came from the SEC. And so, like, yeah, look, no, no, look, there's there's value in, like, who they went against. And I don't want to completely dismiss it, and that's valid. But that's not, like, the number one. Th- I'm not just holding it against him because he played in the ACC. I am. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm just – then you probably would have missed on Lamar, and you would have missed on Josh Allen for sure. No, I could and you, you a caveat, you didn't pro- I? You probably would have missed La- – Josh Allen didn't win a Heisman. No, he didn't. I'm talking about ACC quarterback. Okay, Patrick Mahomes didn't win a Heisman. No. And so I'm just saying, I mean, they if, weren't in the ACC. If, okay, if you don't like the ACC, Arkham, what do you you like the whack where Josh Allen was? Not particularly. Okay, no, thank I probably you. would have had that. Same I just don't really yeah, care just that much that. about where they play in college. Me either. Me either. I mean, I I know that sometimes you penalize someone like Nick's because of who's around him, and there may be something to that. You certainly saw that with Mac at Alabama, but I remember when Mac was coming out of Alabama after the Patriots had chosen him, everybody saying. Well, you know, he's going to be he's such a turnkey guy and he's played under, you know, such big lights. It's going to be he's ready for the pros. And it's like, okay, well, that was kind of true for his rookie year, but it didn't ultimately matter at all. What Arkan said is not irrelevant. Like, I mean, that matters somewhere on the list and I'll acknowledge that. But that it's it's a lot closer to a tiebreaker than like where I start with these guys. That is, all right, now I have two guys kind of pegged on on a similar level. Whoa. And so it's like, you know, Bo Nix. Michael Penix, <laughs> J.J. McCarthy. Like, if you're trying to, like, parse all those out, and then you get into somebody like Spencer Rattler, you're like, okay, I'm into this next tier of quarterbacks, and I like this guy because he was in uh, the SEC? Maybe. Like, maybe I'd listen to you on that. But largely, I'm not going to overrate that. Okay? But that's me. Unless you're, like, a total SEC head. 
and you're just how many crappy quarterbacks have come out of the SEC? Well, I'm saying then I would maybe listen to you giving more weight to that because if you cover that league obsessively, I mean, you might have a better idea. Honestly, I didn't know this is what we we're going to be discussing, but let's let's go look at it. Like, who are the best quarterbacks in the league? Like, who are the best quarterbacks in the league, and how many of them were from the SEC? Is that is that okay, Arkin? Or sure, what? I mean, but I didn't say it had to be the SEC. There's other uh, conferences. You know, the Pac-12, I think, was a better conference than the ACC. I just don't have a lot of love for the ACC. I don't love their quarterbacks who come out, don't really do that much while they're there, and then get drafted really high. You know, I just I don't I don't have a I don't have a good feeling about that. Yeah, again, I mean, I I know that Lamar won the Heisman, but that's an ACC quarterback. And so, like, I don't know. I just look at some of these guys. He was also drafted at the end of the round. I know, too. but I mean, people, okay, was... but but by this logic, people used to hate, people All are like. All these rules are stupid, I'm Ohio, sorry. Ohio State quarterbacks won't be good. Oh, whoops, C.J. Stroud was good. Wow, Oregon quarterbacks never do anything, and I'm guilty of this. This is where I learned it. Oregon quarterbacks never do anything. Oh, whoops, Justin Herbert's pretty How good. How about Duke players never translate to the NBA? Yeah, right. That's a great one. And look at Tatum, uh, among others. And so, I, I just... It, by being that restrictive, you're going to miss out on potentially a good player. I just didn't think he played well enough in that conference. It's not even just this year. in the conference that he wasn't that good. Like, I mean, this year. Yeah. Okay. It, you know, there wasn't that great of a he season. Lost, for he him. lost a lot. So to me, th- this interests me because it's not like he was terrible this year, but his numbers dropped and he lost yeah. a lot. And so I like that he had to go through something where he lost players around him. And I've made this comp before. That's where I see the Josh Allen comp. I'm with Keith. I don't think he quite runs the same and he's not as powerful as Josh Allen running people over. But a comp that Allen had or Jordan Love had is they had guys their junior year or their next to last year. Then they lost them and they had to figure it out for a year in college without being completely surrounded. In other words, Mac Jones never knew what it was like to not be surrounded by crap tons of talent. Heisman Trophy winners at wide receiver, for God's sakes. First round picks. Drake may had to figure some of that out at UNC. Jordan Love had to figure it out at Utah State. Allen figured it out at Wyoming. And so that's part of what I like for the comp. So let's say Caleb Williams is going one. You know, the reports now, and this came out in the last week or so, I forget the exact timing on it, are that the Bears want a historical amount of compensation to trade the number one pick. Historic. So that tells me they're taking Caleb Williams. They're going to draft Caleb Williams. They're going to flip Justin Fields. Like, unless you bowl them over and give them a historic haul, they're taking Williams. So you're going to get one of... Drake May or Jaden Daniels. And Arkan, I know you don't really love either one. But now let's put them in order. Who do you prefer out of those two, May or Daniels, and why? Drake May. Why? Absolutely Drake May. Um, I Like I, I said this a couple minutes ago, I'm shifting further to Drake May with conviction over Jaden Daniels. Uh, just d- now that football is over, doing a little bit, spending a little bit more time on both of them. What I like about Drake May is that he has the scramble ability. He can he can perform designed runs. Like he's not going to be Josh Allen out there, okay? Like but he can do that and he can give you a different element of his game that way. But I think he has what's different from Josh Allen is he has touch and accuracy at all three levels of throws. And Josh Allen, that's something that was a total project for him when he came into the league. Like, we used to joke when we were covering the Patriots that Josh Allen was going to knock out somebody selling popcorn, you know, in the back of Gillette somewhere because that's how his throws were so all over the map. The only thing, and good pocket awareness and able to be in a messy pocket and all that, the only thing that concerns me with him is really that sometimes he's a dum-dum. Like, he makes really dumb, dumb interceptions and dumb, dumb mistakes. And I don't know if he always reads defenses post-snap immediately and when things change up on him. But that's something that I think you can learn and you can get him up to speed with. Jaden Daniels, like, I don't really care that he's skinny. 
I don't care that he might be a little undersized that way. He's like a big, tall guy still, and that's something I wanted my quarterback. But I think, like, I'm just I'm still less sold on the complete dual threat. And I know that we've talked to guys like Orlowski who said you're going to be surprised at what a good thrower he is. He compared him to Stroud as a thrower. Yeah, that he that he and I'm not knocking that. I just that's less uh, important to me still at this point with quarterbacks. Like I'm not I don't want a pure pocket passer, but I don't need somebody who's a complete dual threat like Lamar. And I I don't love his arm strength. Like when you watch him, it's not the same kind of zip on the ball that or power on these throws that you see from someone like Drake May where it's like, okay, you know, a, Drake May might make some really boneheaded decisions, but what I can't do is sit here and watch somebody who can't launch the ball anymore. Yeah, so look, as long as you're making plays, I'll take some mistakes is how I would put it with Drake May and the issues. You can't be Mac Jones making mistake after mistake after mistake and no plays. But if he's making two highlight real plays for every mistake, boneheaded mistake, I will take that ratio. Arkan, how would you prioritize those two? I know you hate them both, but put them in order. Yeah, I think I'd go uh, Daniels and then May, and I think it's basically because with Daniels, what I don't like about him is that he's really uh, lean and he's tall, and I think he can fill out, you know, over time and and sort of put on muscle and and address that. I also think he had a you know tougher competition in uh, with LSU, obviously, than than May did, and I think they have a lot of some of the uh, a lot of the same. Uh, intangibles and qualities you know they both can run a thousand yard rusher for uh, for Daniels last year so again I don't love either one of them but I think between the two of them I think I like Daniels profile a little bit more I would take Drake May over Caleb Williams and I've been saying that for a long time uh, pretty much since Caleb Williams cried to mommy I've been saying I, look I'm not completely passing on him and saying I wouldn't draft him but that's enough there's enough questions there where I'm not taking him one and if I if he's Patrick Mahomes and I look like an idiot then I'll wear it but Drake May one, Caleb Williams two, then Jaden Daniels three. Daniels was, has a like I don't know if it's just because he skyrocketed so much. I think that there may be a couple of real flags there, where it's like he he's throwing deep, but he doesn't really hit these tight windows. I don't know how much that translates. Whenever I see that, I'm like, that's a college star, you know. Like if you're throwing deep, but you're not hitting tight windows, and I know you don't care about accuracy, Jones, but to me, that's, no, no, but you need to be able to throw through tight windows. That, that is such a red flag when you're looking at okay, how's the game going to translate? No, this is from college. No, no, no. To, I, I to very NFL. much, I very much care about yeah, tight windows. and so that that to me, but then it's like, well, I don't care about completion dual, percentage. He's a tool. He's a dual threat guy. So like, who cares? He creates on. He's extremely creative. But I look at that and I'm like, oh, I don't know. No, no, no. I, arm strength matters to me a lot. And being able to fit balls into tight windows matters. And Matt could never do that. And I don't care about your completion percentage because your completion percentage is probably boosted by dumping off to the running back and throwing short. Can you make NFL throws? And so, look, maybe I got to dig in more on Daniels. I watched plenty of them this year. I'd have to go back and look at that. But I have Daniels third anyway. Uh, how do you guys prioritize them? 617-779-7937. It basically boils down to Williams is one. You're going to have a choice between May and Daniels. Which one do you want? Cal Williams has already taken off the board. He's gone. I agree with Gronk. He's gone. It's a lot of plankton, too, for the, the quarterback. Feeding <laughs> <laughs> him is going to be incredible. Arkan, can you, um, can you update what is – I didn't know this when we were going to break – an awful situation in Kansas City. Yeah, police in Kansas City now say multiple people have been hit by gunfire near the uh, Victory Parade. Two people have been taken into custody, and that's uh, that's the latest update I saw. I don't know if there's anything more than that. Okay, so that's awful news, and it's awful for a, an obvious reason that you don't want to see anybody getting shot at an event like that. You don't want to see anybody getting shot, period. So that's the obvious one. It should go without saying. Number two, it was looking like it was a fun 
parade. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they were, these guys are hammered. These Chiefs players, okay? So that's an awful situation, and that's unfortunate. Um, and again, that should go without saying. And we'll continue to follow that, uh, depending on what happens. Two people are in custody, multiple people shot in Kansas City during the middle of this parade, which prior to that was looking like a good time and a good celebration. It looked awesome. Willie Gay is like lying down in the middle of Kansas City linebacker. Travis you don't know Kelsey's who he is. Kelsey's going wild. Okay. Well, so, okay. Kelsey is going wild. You should understand that, right? Like people can wrap their heads around it. Like Zeke sent a video and he's like, man, Kelsey's hammered. And I'm like, okay. Well, like how. <laughs> How drunk could he possibly be? Yeah, like, got like, it. Okay. okay, great. It's oh a parade. Oh, my God. A tight end is so, drunk at the parade? Right. Oh, cool. Somebody threw Gronk a Coors Light and he chugged it. Like, ooh. Like, you know, most of the time, these parade videos where it's like, oh, people are so drunk. I'm like, got it. Okay, whatever. I've seen that a million times. All I, I know is a couple years ago, trying to decide where I want to play. Oh, this is a trap. They said, don't go to New England. <laughs> They'll never win it again. They just won it. Well, how about you, New England? I've never heard that. That's for you. He hates that audio. <laughs> I like, can dig it. Like, can you dig it one time? Oh, my God. Have you never heard that? I've never heard I've that. Never heard I think that. I've heard that before. God dang it. God dang it. Okay. <laughs> I've He's heard like that. Jim Leahy drunk in that clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. No, that that's the level of drunk that I kind of am like. Eh, that's par. I didn't realize Fourier done that, but that's like the, par for the course. Like, run yeah. of the, it's expected. That's it's a Super Bowl parade. Right. That's run of the mill Super Bowl drunk. Okay, Brady coming off the boat drunk. Well, that was that was that was, that was, that was something. special that for was Brady. There, yeah. That was something, right? That's like you know avocado tequila, he was right? <laughs> Grandma got a little too drunk, like something like that. <laughs> he you know was what like I mean? he was a little like spring break wasted. Okay. <laughs> Kelsey, I did not expect this. Okay, so if you have not heard this, uh, tune in, sit down, brace yourselves. This is Travis Kelsey singing Garth Brooks at the Super Bowl. Hey, let's, hey, let's give it up oh, for it. number no, no, no. 87. <laughs> David Gibbons! <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, it's a, maybe it's a little more to Fourier being drunk than I realized. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me hear Kelsey. Yes. Thank you. You know this song, sing along. <laughs> Blame it all on my roots. I showed up in boots. Yeah. ruin the Niners affair. <laughs> yeah. The last one to know. We were the last one to show. We were the last ones they thought they'd see there. God dog it. And I saw the surprise. That fear in their eyes. They were... <laughs> Took that glass of champagne, Pat. Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise you. Right? Pat. When I took, and I toasted you. Honey, we threw what I never. What? <laughs> I got friends in those That's my homes. So what? Yeah, what happens? Do they, so, do they drag him away? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Pat. So he's like falling into people. Has, so has now take the. Yeah, so Mego said he he came in and started. I didn't realize that. Patrick I only Mahomes, heard it. Mahomes like takes the mic and starts singing a little bit. Kelsey wrestles it back and is singing. And at one point, does the 
the move where he just kind of starts falling into someone uh-huh. and they take him and they kind of turn him around. <laughs> Got it. So that's how it ends. <laughs> and then they crank the, the tunes. Like that wasn't Ryan playing that no. song. They were, they were they were trying to bail him out. They're like, oh God, what's he doing? We're going to have to play this. <laughs> oh my God. I think God. they had a plan, but obviously uh, Travis Kelsey did not pace himself and the plan kind of If I'm fell Taylor, apart. I'm like, oh no, I had to take the private jet somewhere else. Really, Work. really not, not a great showing there for Kelsey. And uh, it's, again, it's unfortunate because that sounded like just like a good time with, what you know, not, pe- people being. I toasted you. You know, a uh, wedding drunk. You know, like yeah, people are out there; they've had too many, and you know, wedding whatever drunk? happens. Yeah, are you going to be like that at my wedding? Yeah, sure. And so, you know, so you know, it's like a yeah, wedding drunk. People, people, it gets away from them a little bit. Uh, Super Bowl parade drunk. It gets away from Fourier. It was a, it was a nice time, and then yeah. you have idiots, <laughs> idiots running around Kansas City shooting up the parade, uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, 617-779-7937. That should go without saying. Uh, that glass of champagne. Pat, Pat took that glass of champagne, I promise. <laughs> Bobby's in California. Bobby's in, is he like riffing there? Yeah, he's, it's, <laughs> I got jokes. It's his version of it. Bobby's in California. Go ahead, Bobby. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Bobby. So, how about your... This was for Arkan because I've honestly been hearing him say this for quite some time now. So, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Daniels, you don't like those guys? Not really, no. So, Bo Nix, Zappi, and Mag Jones are good enough for you. When did I say Bailey Zappi and it was good enough? He's comparing, he's comparing next to those guys is what he's doing. Sure, fine. I mean, yeah, I think Bo Nix is uh, about the same as... About the same as those other guys. I don't think there's a big difference between them. Between okay. Bo Nix and the top three Honestly, quarterbacks, not Mac and Zappy. I don't know. I mean, only because I've heard you say, you know, you've made arguments to keep Mac, keep Zappy. Like, never argue half to keep the time, Zappy. I don't know if you're actually trolling to piss off Jones. All right, or Bobby, not. what do you want to say? What is your point? What do you want to say? Saying, he's saying you suck at evaluating quarterbacks. Okay, I kind fine. of agree. You, okay, like, great. you like Mac and you like Bo Nix. You kind of suck at it. That's what he's saying. Oh, I, really? So I you know who agree. sucks? Who's going to yes. be good and who isn't? Then? Yes, I do. Thank yeah, Drake you. May, the big ACC superstar. You yep. suck, Jones. Okay. Right. Yeah, you all, suck. All I know, who's the, where's the first time you heard the name Jaden Daniels? And now all of a sudden he's going like two in mock drafts. Oh, wow. Oh, amazing. Oh, you talked about a quarterback once. That's incredible. I'm happy you agree. That's amazing, I agree with the caller. You kind of suck at evaluating quarterbacks. You kind of suck at everything. So I, I bleep you. I agree. I agree. Good call, Bobby in California. Which, I by agree. the way, I never said anything about uh, Bailey Zappi. I never said Bailey Zappi should be the guy. No, that's me. Uh, that's Yeah, that was you. So uh, direct it over that way. Uh, Bailey Zappi, I saw from the 33rd team, officially a top 32 quarterback in the NFL. He was 32nd. Uh, 617-779-7937. More, more of your phone calls coming up. We'll get to him. Uh, we also going to get to Brad Marchand, his thousandth game last night for the Bruins. Is he properly recognized as an all-time great Bruin? We'll get to it next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Jones and Mega on WEEI. WEEI. What does it say about Brett on a night that was really all about him? He comes out in the second period and really galvanizes the team and brings you guys back into the game. That's Brad Marchand, right? Ben Reimstein scores on the rebound! Marchand looks people off, puts a shot on goal. We talked before the game about honoring him with effort and emotion in our game tonight because no one has more effort and emotion and loves being a Bruin more than Brad Marchand. Brad Marchand, the captain, acknowledging the crowd. They rise en masse. Bruins lose last night 3-2 in a shootout. Bad loss, by the way. I don't want to spend a lot of time on the loss, but bad loss. They're behind. They get back in it. They lose in a shootout. I know they still get a point. But not exactly a strong showing. Coming out after you had eight shots through two periods and getting booed off the ice to immediately fall behind two zip. Not great. They battle back. Marshan's a factor in it. A couple of assists last night. And he almost had the game winner in overtime. But not a great loss for the Bruins. Not the story coming out of the game. Brad Marshan, thousandth game. You see, do you see him during the intros? See him like tearing up last night? Yeah. I got, I, you know what, Arkan? I got a little emotional watching it. There's like two people, two people who get those kind of emotions got a out of me. Dusty in there. Theo and Marchand. That's <laughs> it. There's like two people who get those, those kind of emotions going. A little dusty in the Jones living room. It's tearing up last night. Marchand and myself. And so I just wonder if Marchand gets the, the proper credit that he deserves as an all time great Bruin. This is Marchand after the game. He was asked about uh, performing in his thousandth game and the experience of the, uh, uh, you know, on the jumbotron, the fans, everything. Yeah, it's special. Um, you know, I, I I know how fortunate I am to, to be part of this organization and, and one organization your whole career, uh, well, at least up until this point. Um, and, you know, that's part of what I love so much about being here is how much the fans care, how much they embrace the team. Um, you know, it, it, it truly is special and it flies by and, 
you really have to enjoy every day and, and make the most of every moment. You don't know when it's going to be last. And, and uh, you know, I just I can't believe how fast it's already gone. And, and uh, you know, it's something you want to make last forever. But, uh, you know, we all get a shelf life. And, and uh, you know, to, to look back on it and, and see some of those memories is it's very special. You don't get to remember every day. But, uh, you know, this is one I'll remember forever. Okay. So, look, I mean, hockey is the king of, Arkan, you know our old producer, Jeremy Conley, mm-hmm. would say this. Like, hockey is the king of, like, you get a ribbon for, like, participation trophies. Every every game in the game notes, you see the Bruins tweeted out, they're like, it's so-and-so's 50th game. It's blah, blah, blah's 100th game. It's their 20th goal of their career. They celebrate every little mile. It's like the ultimate participation, pat yourself on the butt, everybody gets a ribbon sport. Canadian. Maybe that's what it is. But, like, a 1,000 games is a pretty big number, and Marchand's now top five all-time in scoring in Bruins franchise history. How far off is he from Patrice? Oh, good question. I'll look it up. I, I remember in terms of games or goals? They're goals. They're oh, he's goals. It's he like 32 away. Yeah, yeah. it's like 30. Yeah, exactly. So he, he's going to pass Bergeron. So do you think he gets his due as an all-time Bruins great? I think so. I think the stuff that he's done, the extracurricular on-ice activity... You think that's what hurts him? ...is what hurts him. Interesting. Especially just if we're talking about... Because you're talking about this in terms of reputation. He hasn't really been that guy for a while. I know he does the slew foot stuff and people hate that, but I don't think people in Boston really care about it as much. It's like the face licking. I think that will haunt him when they talk about... When people try to look at it and go, okay you know, greatest Bruins of all time, and they're compiling the stats. Yeah, I think I think years like this and, you know, maybe another season or two, it's not Brady and Belichick. Like, it's not that level of debate. But, like, for years you heard, well, Marshan needs Bergeron and blah, blah, blah. Like, he's proving he does not need Bergeron. And I think that that is something that maybe he needed Arkan to be recognized as, like, an independently great player. I've been making the argument for a long time that, you know, he is a world-class player on his own. He didn't need Bergeron, and he's proving that. And so I think a year like this, where he's now the Bruins' captain and he's checking off all these boxes, I think he's starting to get his due. And maybe maybe nationally that stuff gets held against him. I feel you like in Boston it doesn't. no clue. <laughs> People outside no, no, Boston freaking hate him. No, no, I, under- no, I get that. Freaking hate him. I'm saying, but I don't think that's... All-time Bruins. Yeah, but yeah. When, we're talking, yeah. when we're in Boston talking about all-time great Bruins, I don't think he gets his due, and I don't think it's that. Nationally, it's definitely that. Internationally, it's that. But I, I feel like maybe he's starting to get it, Arkan, because of this year without Bergeron. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think that he always has been sort of like a folk hero, even from very early on in his career. And then he became more of a star, and now he's a superstar. And him and Bergeron were always linked that way. Him breaking off and continuing to play well after Bergeron, and Krejci to a lesser extent, because he you know, played on the line with Krejci for years too, is, uh, is something that I think is going to really enhance that. But at the same time, you know, what's the main criticism we had about Bergeron is that he didn't win enough. Those teams didn't win enough. Marchand mm-hmm. was on those teams, too, and he didn't win enough either. So, I mean, that's going to that's gonna stick to him, too. I think Mego's right about the uh, about the rat stuff. I mean, that's, that's going to maybe keep him out of certain conversations NHL-wise. But in terms of the all-time Bruins, he's going to run into the same thing Bergeron and Krejci and everybody else did. He didn't win enough. Marchand should absolutely wear that as much as Bergeron does. But I feel like he's always been considered like a peg below Bergeron well, or Chara. And guys like that, and he shouldn't be. If if a Martian cap, captain, I don't know, I was slipping into like Minnesota there. Brings him to a cup. Yeah, uh, brings him to a cup. Wins a cup. <laughs> wins a cup. Is he greater than Patrice? He, I've been making this In argument. I've been Bruins. making this argument for a while. He's the one who gets the heart votes. Like 
People act like Bergeron was so superior to Marchand. Marchand's the one who gets heart votes. Okay, but now that we're sitting here in a season, and it's hard to say coming off of these losses. Yeah, no, if he wins a cup, he should be. He absolutely should be. I think he should be considered greater than Bergeron right now. I know it's a hot take. People feel like it's a hot take. I don't think it's one. Like, he should be considered greater than Bergeron right now, but if he wins a cup, ab- absolutely. I don't get why he wouldn't be. Arkan? Yeah, I definitely. Right? So. Like, yeah. that is a no-brainer. Like, now it's a debate, and probably everybody would argue Bergeron because people, you know, Mary C. Patrice and everything else, people are just, you know, under the spell of Bergeron but being a nice it, guy or Yeah, whatever. isn't that, like, the opposite of Marchand's problem, though, when you're talking about all-time Bruins is the character aspects that people feel about Bergeron are almost like, not the complete opposite, because there's plenty of love for Marchand in his own way, but it's the other side of the spectrum from who Marchand is personality-wise on the ice. Maybe it is that. Maybe I'm underestimating that. And maybe that's what I like about Marchand. But, you know, to me, if he wins a cup, it wouldn't even be a contest. At least it shouldn't be. Uh, you can jump in on this. 617-779-7937. Mike's in East Boston. Go ahead, Mike. Hey, guys. How's it going? Great show. Thanks, Mike. Hey, um, looking at the NFL draft, I think the only move, the best move is to drop down um, and, and uh, create another blue chip asset and um, trade down a number eight. Um, all these quarterbacks seem like they're all lumped up together. So I think getting an extra player would be more beneficial. Yeah, so you're not really getting another blue. You're no. trading away a blue chip draft pick is what Why you're do doing. Why do you want to go to eight? Number three is blue chip. Number eight would not be. He's saying you'd be getting a future pick potentially in there, I He's imagine. because Atlanta wants a quarterback? Yeah, maybe. Because okay. Atlanta's at eight. So maybe. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not super so keen. So Atlanta's giving you their chip for the next year? I'm not super keen on trading back unless you are like Arkan. And I don't know how the Patriots feel about the quarterbacks. I like them. But maybe the Patriots say, we only like Caleb Williams. We think the other two stink. Then you should absolutely trade back, you know, unless you love Marvin Harrison. But I would trade. I don't think there's – I think there's a bigger gap between the top three quarterbacks and Bo Nix or Michael Penix or whoever than there is between Marvin Harrison Jr. and Malik Neighbors or Marvin Harrison Jr. and Roma Dunze or whoever else you like in this draft. By I the just, way, I don't disagree with that, but I think all three of those guys could be good pros. I'm not necessarily as convinced about the quarterbacks. Yeah, and so fine. So I, I'm not super keen on trading back unless the Patriots hate the quarterbacks. And, and maybe they do. I have no idea. Ron's in Portland. Go ahead, Ron. Hey, how you doing, guys, and you, gal? Uh, yeah, I think I think, uh, I think think by without a reasonable doubt that Drake May is probably going to be the one uh, out of all three, Caleb Williams is probably a, a given that, that he's him. going first. You know what I mean? He's he's going to go first. It's it's almost a given. We we aren't going to have a shot at that. Uh, Drake May, I do foresee him wearing a Patriots uniform. I do foresee Mac Jones going bye bye. Uh, we per- trade him for whatever we can get. Ron, can I, I ask mean, you something? Yeah, sure. Go when ahead. You say you foresee. Do you feel like you have some kind of um, abilities? You know. Like you have a mind's well, I mean, eye? Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, look at the scenarios here. You know, uh, Drake May, you, you explained it earlier. I mean, he, he can move. Uh, that's what the, the, the Patriots have been. Okay, have so been. He, he likes Drake May. I'm I thought we that. had a mystic. I like, I like Drake May as well. And I like these quarterbacks. And I, I think there does feel like in the, in the mock draft community, I don't know if that reflects the league or not, but in the mock draft community, there is a shift. You see Jaden Daniels going ahead of Drake May a lot. I think that's great news for the Patriots. I think that's great news. I like Daniels, but I take May over Caleb Williams. Why do you keep saying face? 
face? Like in, face. in Arkan's face. What do you mean? Oh. You never heard that before? You, I heard you say it yesterday, and you just said it, and I've never heard it before. I don't know what dated. it means. I'm so young. It's it was so far dated. before my no, time. No, I don't I'm so know young. what it I means. Never, is it, I'm like, is I it a rest? Face. Is it like a WWE thing? No, it's in your face. You've never heard face before? Face? Yeah. No, maybe it's a regional thing. Arkan, you've it's heard it? Not. Definitely heard face before. Thank you. I mean, in fairness, we're all from New England. Face? Yeah. I've never heard that okay. until yesterday, and I was thinking about it. Well, I've never heard anyone pronounce it wolf either. So, you know, uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, 617-779-7937. More of your feedback coming up. Let's get back into our big question of the day. What was the biggest factor in Brady's exit? That's next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.